Hello and welcome to another episode of the Common Men's Take on Sports with Kevin and Quentin. Quentin will not be here today, but uh, I would like to cover um, a couple of topics. One is the Michigan State scandal that is going on right now. So, um, as I look at this, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if. Uh, what's going on with Mel Tucker. I don't know if he's guilty or not. Um, that's not what I want to talk about today. What I want to talk about is the fact that once again, in as many years, Michigan State finds itself in the middle of another scandal. Um, if you go back to the Mark D'Antonio tenure that ended in 2019, there are several times that there were uh, players who were involved in uh, sexual assault issues, and then Mark D'Antoni was they, they actually found out that that some of that was being covered up um, by the Michigan State College, and there were some basketball players too. Let's not act like that they're not innocent too. Like they, there's some basketball players who are accused of sexual misconduct um, while playing in the tournament, you know. Uh, so, you know, this, this is a common theme at Michigan State, and now you see their their head coach, um, Mel Tucker, is now involved in a, a sexual harassment um, problem with uh, Miss Brenda Tracy. For those of you who don't know who Brenda Tracy is, she's the lady that has been going around to the different colleges, bringing awareness to sexual assaults that happen on campus and. Um, trying to, you know, make sure that athletes are just aware, you know, to respect your, the, the other gender, right? And so she's been doing this for a while now. She's been to several colleges um, over the years. Um, she's been to some colleges more than once to, to give her uh, class. And so now um, she's alleging that uh, Mel Tucker um, did some things that weren't. Uh, she's accusing him of sexual harassment. Um, I'm not going to go into the details. Uh, you can read those. That's all over the internet in any story. But this is a culture problem at Michigan State. You have the sexual assault stuff that happened with players under D'Antonio um, that was covered up. And then found out about, came to light through the media. Um, then, you know, that was ultimately why he was let go, even though they said that he retired. Um, all that, all those scandals that were going on towards in his tenure, they they told him it was time to go. They forced him out. And then they hired Mel Tucker. And so last year you had the scuffle in the um, tunnel with the Michigan, to the two Michigan players, the Basically, 11 or 12 Michigan State players jumped the two Michigan players in the tunnel. Um, and now you have this. Now their coach is embroiled in a sexual harassment case. Um, and you know, there's a lot of he said, she said going on. I don't know if Mel Tucker's guilty or not. But my point is, once again, Michigan State finds itself in the middle of a controversy that's circled around um, some sort of uh, sexual harassment or sexual assault. Uh, so this this is a this is clearly a culture problem. 
It has to be a culture problem. And so when as a college do you step back and go, okay, we have a culture problem here. We need to fix it. You know, we need to sit down and figure out how to fix this problem. Uh, and so my other question is, you have the NCAA out here uh, hammering people for buying recruits cheeseburgers on recruiting visits, you know, $20 cheeseburgers, and deeming other athletes who transfer due to uh, mental stability ineligible to play college sports, but you're turning a blind eye to all the nonsense that's been going on at Michigan State for years. And you're talking probably the last, you know, eight years, you know, six to eight years. All this nonsense has been going on back to back to back to back to back. And the NCAA is not doing anything about it. Like, when is the NCAA, if you're so worried about, you know, the student athlete, then why are you not stepping in, telling this university, hey, you guys are not handling this correctly. Either get it right or we will step in and get it right for you. But yet, instead of doing that, they're turning a blind eye and they're worried about people buying cheeseburgers for recruits or watching recruits doing leg lifts on Zoom videos. Um, and then telling, worried about athletes who transfer too many times due, due to mental illness. Well, that's what they're worried about. That's what the NCAA is worried about. You know, that's their major you know, concerns, not, not this, this, uh, obvious culture problem going on at university that is detrimental to student athletes, right? Detrimental. And yet the NCAA is not worried about it. They're, 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 they're ignoring it. They're turning a blind eye, pretending like it's not even happening. So once again, here's the NCAA with their priorities and their priorities backwards. They don't care about the student-athlete. They never did. They care about making money off the student-athlete. That's what the NCAA cares about. They don't care about anything else. They don't care about, you know, taking care of the student-athlete. And so somebody needs to step in um, and fix this culture problem at Michigan State. Um, the other problem is, just like before, you know, Michigan State, so this... Brenda Tracy put her um, discrepancy in in December of 2022, right? Last year, December of last year. And so the university investigated it under Title IX, which is what they should have done, but they kept it under wraps. They kept it secret. And so some people will say, well, that's what they're supposed to do. They're not supposed to say anything until one of them goes public about, you know, the investigation. Well, that's fine, but... They didn't suspend the coach pending the outcome of the investigation, right? And so they're like, well, they couldn't say anything. Well, that's not true because, you know, they could have put Mel Tucker on administrative leave and just released a statement saying Mel Tucker, the head coach of Michigan State football program, will be on administrative leave until further notice, depending on the outcome of an investigation and a formal hearing. And if the media asks, well, what's, what's he on administrative leave for? We cannot release a statement on what the administrative leave is for due to the ongoing investigation. We cannot release any details into the investigation until the former formal, formal review has been completed. That's all they would have had to say and left it at that. 
And then whatever happened after that happened. But no, instead of that, they keep it a secret. And they only suspended Mel Tucker on Sunday when the investigation became public. And they received a ton of backlash for allowing him to coach the first two games of the season, knowing that he was under investigation for these sexual harassment charges. Once again, Michigan State sweeping something under the carpet and only doing something about it when it becomes public. Again, culture problem. It's a culture problem, and it goes from top to bottom. If you need to clean out that university leadership and start over, then maybe that's what you need to do. I think Michigan State is a good program, but at the moment, they need to clean house. They need to. I'm not saying fire the coach. I'm talking about, you know, the people at at the top. You know, if, it, if it's the um, athletic director, the president, university president, whatever it takes to change that culture, you need to do it to change that culture, right? Uh, maybe Mel, Mel Tucker comes out of this and, and he's right. It was consensual. Uh, and she's not being fully truthful about what was going on. You know, I'm sure all that will come out in the formal hearing. Or maybe he's lying and she's telling the truth. Either way, the, the sexual harassment charges are just another thing that's happened at Michigan State that proves they have a culture problem there that needs to be fixed. And the university obviously is not doing the right things to fix it. So somebody needs to step in to tell them, hey, you need to fix this problem. This will not be tolerated going forward. Well, you know, once one time it happens, you're like, okay, okay. You know, it's, it's a one-off thing. It happened. The university took care of it. But this is an ongoing thing. This keeps happening, happening, happening at this university. Again, they had the incidents with the basketball program for sexual assault. They had incidents with the football program for sexual assault. And now you have a coach under investigation for sexual harassment. When does it end? When do they take care of this problem? Um, you know, when does the NCAA turn, step in and go, you know what? There's student safety at risk here. Somebody needs to do something to stop this. You know, somebody needs some oversight on this. Um, so once again, another instance where the NCAA is missing the mark. And worried about the wrong thing and has their priorities in the wrong place. They look silly. Once again, the NCAA looks silly. And this college, Michigan State, looks bad. You know, this is bad, bad press for them. This is a bad look for them. Because again, it's something else dealing with the same problem. Uh, and again, you know, I'm not, this is not saying that I think Mel Tucker is guilty. I have no idea because, you know, her lawyers and her side are saying one thing, his lawyers and his side are saying something else. So it's a, it's a shame that he got himself wrapped up in this um, because it is sad. And, and, and um, you know, I hope the truth comes out one way or the other, whether he's telling the truth or she is. I, I hope that, you know, the truth is, does come out on which side is which um, but even at, at the end of the day even if Mel Tucker comes out as innocent and these claims are false it still shows a pattern right it still shows a pattern they still have a problem there that they need to address and they need to fix 
So uh, that's all that I want to say about that. If some of you listeners have an opinion or something you want to offer up, please go over to our Facebook page and drop your comments there. Uh, You know, and let me know what you think about this whole thing that's going on with Michigan State. So, that's all that, that I'm going to say about that. They just they have a culture problem there that needs to be fixed. Whether the NCAA needs to step in or whether, you know, the Title IX needs to go further and say, hey, this is, this is too many incidents. You know, now we're going to take over and, and we're, going to, we're going to fix this program. Uh, somebody needs to step in because the university obviously isn't doing a good enough job to fix their program. So, somebody needs to step in and fix that program. However they do it. Um, they need to, to, to do the right thing here and, and show that they're truly worried about doing the right thing and truly worried about the student athletes and, and what's, what's going on here. Uh, so that's, that's all I have to say about that. Um, I'm not going to continue to beat a dead horse here, but um, yeah, some, something's wrong with that university and, and it needs to be fixed. Somebody needs to step in to fix it the right way. Um, let's talk about a couple of significant injuries in week one of the NFL. Aaron Rodgers, uh, last night, uh, got carted off with an ankle injury. Turns out this morning he tore his Achilles. Um, so he's probably out for the rest of the season. And you have J.K. Dobbins for Baltimore. Once again, he was one of the running backs wrapped up in that um, group that was asking for more money. Uh, And unfortunately for him, um, he suffered a season-ending injury in Game 1 on Sunday where he tore his Achilles also. And that's unfortunate for him because I think the running backs have a a valid case with the fact that they're being devalued. Unfortunately um, for him, this kind of kills his case because once again, uh, you know, he's going to miss a season of football. Um, He's only had one healthy season, his rookie season. And every other year he's been injured or recovering from an injury. So it's unfortunate for J.K. Dobbins. Before he got hurt, he had a good showing. He looked explosive. He looked like the old, uh, old him from his rookie season. And it's just unfortunate that it happened to him again. And so this is what we talk about, you know, for for the football players. Obviously, football is a much more dangerous sport than um, some of the other sports out there, like basketball or baseball. Um, and so this is why some of the NFL teams are hesitant to pay the players. Yeah, the players, when they're healthy and, and honored, are worth the money. But then you have, you know, you have this where... You know, J.K. Dobbins hasn't had a healthy season since his rookie year. And, it, and it's sad. It's a shame. Because I, I thought he was a good running back and he had a bright future ahead of him. But, um, you know, he may have to retire early just due to injuries. You know, it, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate for him. It's unfortunate for the Ravens. Um, same thing for, you know, the Jets. They gave up all that for Aaron Rodgers in that trade. And he's probably going to miss the rest of the season. And it's unfortunate because uh, they had high hopes for themselves. Maybe Zach Wilson makes that 
that leap forward because of the whole Aaron Rodgers trade. Maybe that woke him up a little bit, made him realize his job wasn't safe. But, uh, you know, you think about this is another time you think thinking about what could have been if Aaron Rodgers was, was healthy if the Jets fall short of their expectations. Right? This is one of those times where you think about, you know, man, what if Rodgers would have stayed healthy? Would they have been, you know, a Super Bowl contender if they don't make it? Or what if they miss the playoffs? You know, would they have made the playoffs with Rodgers? Um, so it's unfortunate for those injuries. This is why teams are hesitant to give guaranteed money to certain players. Um, you know, you look at stuff like that. You know, injury history. That's why Delvin Cook had trouble finding uh, somebody who wanted to pay him what he was looking for just because of injury history. You know, he he's had, like J.K. Dobbins, he's had one full injury-free season. That was last year. Since 2016. Uh, and it's a shame, but that's just the way that it goes, right? It's, it's a business, and, you know, the, the business is always going to do what's best for the business. So, hopefully, Dalvin Cook doesn't suffer the same fate as Aaron Rodgers and J.K. Dobbins. Hopefully, he can stay healthy and earn that paycheck, you know, next year. But, uh, you know, for now, it's, it's always one of those things that, you, you know, teams have to be weary of. You know, I'm I'm an advocate for players getting paid. Um, you know, they deserve it. They put their body, especially in football, they put their body on the line. You know, there's a lot of hard, hard hits. It's a very physical sport. And those players uh, deserve to be paid as such. You know, playing a physical sport like that. But on the other hand, you, know, you can't pay everybody, right? So you gotta decide, you know, what's what's the one one position that you know we can kind of piece together here and there, and maybe not not commit that that guaranteed money or, or that money to. And for now, it's been the running back position due to the the significant injuries there. Um, so you know, you want your favorite team to win, right? They can't sink all that money into somebody who's not gonna play. Or who might be injured a lot, who has who has a long injury history, because then you're just sinking dead money into somebody who's not even going to be on the field to help you win games, right? So I can see both sides of it, the team side and the the player side. But there's a happy medium there that you can find where both the player gets paid, uh, you know, a decent value, plus the team doesn't sink too much significant money into one player that you know gets hurt hurt and then your your season's over there's a happy medium you can find you know other sports have found it baseball basketball um so nfl's just got to find that happy medium between paying players and, and you know taking care of the the team and, and you know making sure they're set up to win right and succeed in the future so uh, I think it's unfortunate for those injuries. I'll say the 49ers look good. Um, 49ers look like the team to beat right now. They had a great defense. Their offense is set up for Brock Purdy to succeed, uh, which is good for him. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Cowboys look good, but <laughs> you're always worried about, you know, trusting in the Cowboys. 
because one week they look good, the next week they do not. So they did look good, that 40 to nothing win against the Giants. I thought they would beat the Giants because I thought they were better than Giants. I think the Giants are vastly overrated. I think Daniel Jones is overrated. Um, he hasn't shown me anything since he's been in the league. Um, the Giants, just I don't, I don't know. I just don't trust them. I don't think they're that good. Um, uh, we'll talk about those week one results in another podcast. For now, I just kind of wanted to cover that, that Michigan State um, issue that's going on down there. It's just, uh, it's a shame that they can't get it right. And it's a shame that they can't fix that one problem, you know. Um, it's a shame for that that college, the student athletes there, the the students there, you know, the regular students there. It's just a shame that they can't get that right and fix their problem. Hopefully, they can get that problem fixed and uh, you know, moving forward. We'll see what happens. Um, we'll see what happens with the NFL moving forward with some of these injuries in week one. It's, uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I still think Baltimore is okay. Even losing J.K. Dobbins, they still have... Gus Edwards, who's a good running back. Um, and they have Justice Hill, who I think is a good running back. He scored two touchdowns in that game in the absence of Dobbins. Um, and then I'm pretty sure they still have Melvin Gordon on the practice squad, who they could elevate for a third guy to rotate out. So even without Dobbins, I think that the, the Ravens will be fine. I mean, you still have um, Lamar Jackson, who contributes to the run game also. So for them, you know, losing J.K. is not a huge problem. I don't think, you know, for C, I think they'll be fine there. Only time that's going to become a problem for them is, is if Gus Edwards gets hurt. Yeah, they continue to have injuries like that. Gus Edwards, Justin Hill both get hurt. Uh, then they're going to be, you know, scraping the bottom of the barrel for running backs. But um, I think they'll be fine for now. Their receivers looked good in that game. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. is quiet, but when they needed him to, he made a huge catch. Uh, you know, Rashad Bateman had a couple of catches, so, you know, I think that they're, they're set up nicely as long as they can stay relatively healthy going forward. Um, I think that they, they look good, and I think they'll be good. Um, the Jets are the ones that I think losing Aaron Rodgers is definitely going to lower their ceiling um, just because Zach Wilson hasn't proven that he's dependable yet. Um, he looked okay in the absence of Aaron Rodgers in that game against Buffalo, so we'll see if he can build on that. If he can, then maybe losing Rodgers isn't that big of a deal. Um, it's just an investment that didn't work out. But we'll see what happens with Mr. Zach Wilson. Um Again, he's, he's got to prove he can be consistent going forward. He does have the weapons, though, to be consistent. So we'll see, you know, what's going on over there. 
He's got the wide receivers. He's got good running backs. You know, Brees Hall looked good last night, coming back from his injury from last year. Um, Delvin Cook, you know, didn't look great, but you got to give him a little bit of a break. He's learned a new offense. I think as long as he stays healthy, you know, the next couple weeks with some practices, you know, he'll get more involved in that offense. And, you know, him and, and Brees Hall will definitely probably split some of that workload uh, between the two. So uh, I think that they'll be fine. Um, the problem is going to be the quarterback position and, and what Zach Wilson can do going forward. He has the tools now. He can't say he doesn't. He has everything he needs to be successful. He just needs to find out, find a way to make himself successful with those tools. Um, that will be the uh, end of my show today. Quentin will be back with me for the next episode. Um, and we will talk about uh, some of the NFL results from week one, some of the surprises, some of the... Um, results that we thought would happen and then we'll probably now that the major league baseball wild card is really coming into focus and some teams are starting to separate themselves we'll talk about that and uh see what that looks like going forward for that that's the end of the show today i thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed please don't forget um you know if you have friends you like to recommend the show to but they don't really um listen to podcasts or whatever we do post our episodes on facebook uh it's under the profiles is under kevin is the first name quentin is the last name kevin quentin on facebook we post our episodes on there every day or every time we also post our episodes on a youtube channel it's called uh, the common man's take on sports uh, and then if your friends do have access to podcasts or listen to podcasts we're on almost every platform so please look us up under the Common Man's Take on Sports. I thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. And I hope you return to listen some more. If you do listen, uh, make sure you hit that like button on the episodes. And make sure that you uh, subscribe, whether it's on Facebook, on YouTube, or uh, any of the podcast platforms. We thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.